0: My name is Usher Parsons and my name is Dylan August and together we are the hosts of Not Not Your Your Typical Typical Talk Talk, where we talk
1: about everything theater. Now today we have a very special guest with us, someone that you've heard
0: a little bit about but haven't actually met yet. Papa Bear, Papa Bear, Papa Bear, which is Christopher Lesson for those of you who don't know.
2: That's me. Yes. How, How are you, doing you guys Papa doing? Bear? This is great. Look at this garage. I mean, studio. This is unbelievable.
0: <laughs> the studio is pretty epic, huh? It You're is epic. Good? Yeah. It yeah. was my dad's man cave, but then my mom said, you can't have one anymore. So <laughs> that's so sad. Every,
1: every man's dreams are just crushed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he knows that he's not even married yet.
1: <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> so, Papa Bear, obviously, this, this podcast is a lot about theater. And you are a big theater person. You you went to New York. You you lived in New York for how long? 30 plus years. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was You're that from long. New York.
2: You didn't know I'm that old. I'm born and <laughs> raised. Yeah, born and raised he's in. He's
0: from New York. Oh, right. I'm from New York. You've told me that. I just forgot.
2: That's all right. Um, I
0: drove with him. He drives like a New Yorker. That's how important you know I am to you, I guess. Huh? Sorry? What did you well, say? He didn't
2: remember that I was from New York. I guess I'm not that important.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> that's not what I mean.
2: It's all right. Born on Long Island, Strong Island baby, right on Fire Island, the beautiful Atlantic Ocean. 1965. Holy shit, that's that's really a long time ago.
1: But so living in New York for so long, you I mean you've gone to auditions, you've done some fun stuff, I'm assuming. But were there any like crazy crazy stories because you worked as a doorman for a long time? I did. What yeah, Jordan Yeah. Told us. yeah. Are there any like crazy stories from that that you that you have?
0: Because I've always do. wondered
1: what it would be to work as a doorman in New York.
0: Because well, your dad was a uh what's it he called? was a bouncer. I was about to say hitman. He wasn't a bouncer was a in bouncer, New York though.
1: Hitman, <laughs> <laughs> hitman. Yeah, no, he wasn't a bouncer in New York though. He was a bouncer here in California. Yeah, and he has some crazy stories. But I just wanted to know.
2: Absolutely, I was a bouncer as well for many years. bounce that you know when you're acting. And trying to pursue acting mm-hmm. in New York City or any big city, I guess even San Diego, you uh, you have to work other jobs until a job comes along. And of so course. I've had many jobs in my life, but um, a bouncer was one of them. But then the big dream happened. There was, uh, I think, there were five thousand people that were standing around five city blocks waiting to audition or apply for jobs at the four seasons hotel when it okay. opened 1993 and i was one of them i waited uh, a couple hours and then finally made it in made it to the first interview and then i made it to the second and i don't want to bore the podcast audience but then i made it to six more
1: oh there my total, god total Is that extensive of a process
2: crazy crazy process so there were eight interviews that day finally i get to the uh, general manager. It's the last interview of the day. It's about six thirty at night. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, he says, look, uh, on your paper, it says you want to be a banquet waiter. And I said, well, you know, I said, to be honest with you, I, I heard that they make a lot of money and I thought that would be, uh, you know, it would help, uh, as I'm pursuing my, my acting career, uh, uh, you know, it makes some dough. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he goes, look, he says, forget about banquets. I want you to be my opening doorman. You're going to wear a top hat, tails, white gloves, the whole thing. Now, I'm six foot five, so imagine me in a 6-inch top hat,
0: <laughs> oh right? So God. almost
2: 7 feet tall, standing yeah. on the streets of New York City, beautiful 57th Street in front of the I Am Paid Design Four Seasons Hotel. Unbelievable. So it was a great, great experience. So they hired me, and uh, and as my wife likes to say, you quit the best job you'll ever have. <laughs> but we moved out to San Diego. Yeah. And then, uh, so there is a story. Okay, there is. You and I talked a little bit before this. uh, This he told us
1: about this story, but he didn't tell us the story. So we wanted to save it for you guys. So, so what is this story?
2: All right, Papa Bear has carried royalty, musical theater royalty, Hollywood royalty, up to her hotel room. Oh, so I'm a. He carried her. I listened to this great story. I'm on Fifty Seventh Street. It's about quarter of one at night. I was the closing doorman and I get a call from the boss and he says, Hey, I need you to hang around a few minutes after one o'clock. We've got a VIP coming in and I need you to greet them and, you know, see if they need any help. So yeah. I said, sure. Hopped no problem. I'll do it. And so up pulls a stretch limousine about one ten. Are you nervous at this point? I, you know what? I was at, not nervous. Cause I'd met a lot of celebrities, yeah. you know, but I just didn't know who it was and why the hell did they need me at one fifteen yeah, in the morning. Yeah. But, uh, So I stayed, and uh, I went up to the driver, and uh, I looked in the window. He goes, hey, I got Liza Minnelli is in the back, and uh, she's sleeping, and uh, so uh, we need help to get her upstairs, so... I hope I don't get in trouble for this. You know, I did sign a non-disclosure agreement, so we're going to change her name to Misa Linnelli. Misa Linnelli. Did
1: you really? Do we need to edit a little bit of
2: this? I did, but who the hell cares? Okay, all All right. right. (laughs) We're in San Diego now. Yeah. The hell with them. So I, um, I open the door. She's sleeping. That's a nice term for all you young folks for passed out. Okay. I'm sure okay. you've seen your folks sleeping, mm-hmm. but, uh, so <laughs> I reach in, I grab her, I pick her up and I have her, I'm cradling her in my arms. <laughs> now she is about four foot 11. And at that point about 90 pounds soaking wet. So I grabbed her. I walk up these Parisian limestone steps in the hotel and then we go into the elevator. My front office manager has her suitcase and her little dog, not Toto. You know, everybody knows her mom, <laughs> Judy Garland. Yes. That's the royalty part, connection. And uh, so we get in the, the elevator and I look over at him and I just couldn't hold back my smile. It was one of the most amazing, surreal experiences <laughs> I've ever had yeah. in my life. And uh, we get up in the room and I lay her down. And as soon as her head hits the pillow, she pops up and she said, hello. And I said, Miss uh, Linnelli, sorry, Miss Linnelli, I said, uh, you're okay. You're at the Four Seasons in New York and uh, your dog is taken care of. We've got water and uh, we'll see you in the morning. Have a great night. Okay. And her head falls back and she goes back to sleep. Just like that. Just like that. She was out. So um, just an amazing story. You know, New York City is a magical place. And those things, a lot of people have stories, maybe not carrying, uh, you know, Misa <laughs> Linnelli yeah. up the stairs and into the, yeah. uh, you know, into the hotel room. But uh, but pretty amazing. Pretty cool. I've got a few other stories, too. But, you know, you'll have to invite me back to the next podcast.
1: Okay. Yes. 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 That, is a, that is a deal. So, you just, I mean, what, it, you just have Liza Minelli in your arms. You're carrying her through this hotel. Are you getting stairs? Are you getting, like, weird looks? Like, what is...
2: No, there's only uh, there's only four other people in the oh, lobby. Oh, I guess because it's 115. The concierge, one of the concierge was still left, and the front office agent, and then the front office manager, and me. That was it.
1: Oh, oh my wow. god! The, and he, they just call you. They just go, "Hey, uh, we need you to stay after." They don't didn't tell, tell, you, tell anything. you anything.
2: Nothing. Didn't prep me. I don't think they knew that she was out cold. Oh, they probably thought that she was just uh, like stumbling and. <laughs> perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Perhaps. Yes.
1: That's crazy. So when we move to New York, we'll meet Myza Linnelli. Yes. And we'll get to carry her up a flight of stairs, maybe. Because we're, we're thinking about... Isn't she dead? No, God, no. no. What?
2: No, she's still alive. She's, yes. I won't say very much alive, but she's still alive,
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so, so you said you worked as a bouncer, too.
2: I did.
0: Was, that was Where, in New York. in New York?
2: I worked all over New York. I worked at the Palladium. If you've ever heard of the Palladium, there were five different rooms, uh-huh. or maybe more, I don't even remember. And uh, because I could talk, and I was a smooth talker, I was at the front door, and I had Your to wear... Dad. A b- My
1: dad said the same exact thing when he worked as a bouncer. Yeah. And he said that he... he Everybody was so, said, oh, go talk to him. Yep. They would send him to talk to somebody, because they were trying to avoid a fight.
2: That's exactly... That was what I was known for in the business, and I got hired... By other bars for that, you know, mm-hmm. that trait specifically. That's and funny
1: to me because you're a huge guy. You would think that they would like...
2: Well, we had to throw a few people out okay. too, but, okay, yeah. but you know, diplomacy is, uh, you know, so you do get more flies with uh, with honey than with vinegar. Isn't that what the saying is? Uh, do you ever hear that? No. I've never heard that you one. Never, you get more flies with... Honey than vinegar? All right, I just oh, made Sandy. that up. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. The wise words of Christopher Lessons, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, so I had to wear a bulletproof vest. It's it's a, you know, it's a strange feeling to fear for your life yeah. every night just to make a few bucks. Oh, while you said you wear
0: yeah. a bulletproof vest?
2: Bulletproof vest. Damn. I'm glad you were paying attention. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it is your podcast, yeah. damn it.
0: yeah. Uh,
1: my dad told a story, because this is why he left from being a bouncer, because he said that he he was fine working there. He uh, he had a lot of situations where he would just talk to people a lot, and he would just be like, hey, listen, like, I, there's two ways this night could go. You can either get kicked out and not be able to come back, or you can stop, have a fun night, leave, and then come back next week. And then, usually, it would work. But uh, the one situation that made him leave, that, that had him just like, nope, no way, uh, is there was this guy that he was, he was like standing at the bar or something. And apparently they, some other guy walked up to him and was like talking to him. And then like, a, he punched him and then one of the bouncers went up and they were like, Hey man, like you got to chill out. And then they, he pulled out a knife and apparently the guy, the other bouncer was like my dad's friend. <laughs> yeah. Probably like my that dad? one. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and he, the guy's like, yelling at him the bouncer's yelling at the guy he's like you're pulling a effing knife on me you're pulling an effing knife on me and then the guy's about to like do something with it and somebody comes up behind him and grabs him and then they like push him to the ground and my dad was just like no way i'm not messing with that stuff yeah. so he, he it's not worth a hundred bucks left. you know yeah. hundred no, bucks left. under
2: the table cash you know yeah. do all you right have maybe any? 150 but 100 <laughs> no way
1: yeah do you have any crazy stories like that
2: you know i i have a lot of crazy stories yeah. I, you know we had a we had a group. It was a It was so bizarre because it was a yuppie bar. You know what a yuppie is, guys? No. It was something, a phrase we coined uh, young urban professionals. So they were yuppies. And what they were is they were, in our eyes, they were kind of young wannabes. They finally got a job. They were making a little dough, and, you know, they were outspending it. Mm They like to do a little, you know, a little nose candy probably. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. We might want to, uh, yeah, yeah, might yeah. Want to take that yeah, out of yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah. out of the podcast. But, you know, so <laughs> so they'd come to the bar and, uh, and you know, they get beer muscles. You know what beer muscles are, right? You have a few beers. All of a sudden you think you're 6'5", 285, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. But guess what? I am 6'5", 285. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and they were So good luck messing with so that. So good luck. But, uh, you know, so we had a group of six guys come in one night. You always know when six guys and no girls in the party you know there's yeah. they're there for a little trouble so yeah. let's just say they tore up the place pretty good really yeah and uh, this particular place it was really cool it was a cool it was a it was a bar and a chicken wing place so the kitchen sold the best chicken wings in the city called atomic wings and uh, the name of the bar was called name that joint cuz they had a contest when he opened up they couldn't figure out what to name it so they said we're going to have a oh. contest name that joint. And guess what? They couldn't find a name so they so kept they just it name that joint.
1: That's kind of cool That's actually. So awesome. That's kind of iconic.
2: So it was uh it was pretty fun. It was it was a good place. So long story short, these guys started to go nuts. We had uh you know, I I well, we don't want to go into too many particulars or maybe we do, but uh so I uh I got three of them outside. We pushed mm. him out. This one guy was getting really mouthy. He's walking through the bar and he lays uh, one of our regulars out, a really sweet kid. He's just there having oh, a beer with no. his girlfriend and knocks it. Just the, the guy, listen, the guy had a big nose to begin with. So, but it was like twice the size after this, oh, after this God. punch. I felt so bad for the guy. But, um, so he uh, he's bleeding, and so I chicken wing this guy. You know when you get the guy's arm up behind his back, yeah, right. So you just pin him, and with six foot five height, you just use your leverage and push it up. And so he's on his tippy toes. He's not dangerous to anybody else after that. So we got him out, and they tried to grab me, and they would have worked me over pretty good if they were able to get me outside. But um, mm. but uh, fortunately, I was able to pull myself back in and. Uh, they broke up the windows, threw a New York City garbage can through the front window. Oh,
1: my God.
2: Yeah, some crazy, crazy stuff. You know, and you just, these people there, 99% of them, 98% of them, uh, they're not knuckleheads like these guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a movie situation.
2: Yeah, you know, same thing with your dad, man. You And, and people are crazy. Nowadays, I would never work in a bar situation oh, yeah. now. Because these people, listen, these people
1: are nuts yeah. now. Yep. My it dad was saying like that too. It's a fun
0: job, but a stressful job. Yeah, it seems like something.
1: Well, actually, to me, it seems like something that you'd think would be really fun. And then you you actually get there and you're like, shit, it's this is, is kind of scary. Is, is that kind of what it was? I'll
2: tell you what, the wings were so damn good. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: and the beer was ice cold at the end of the for. night. You
2: know, the wings would have die for, I'm telling you.
1: And, and so you're doing all this <laughs> to to hopefully pursue a career in theater, right? So you have plenty of yeah. auditions. And, you know, and I'm just wondering, cause you're as a bouncer and a doorman, you're up really late, right? And auditions are pretty early. So how did you balance that?
2: It was, uh, it was pretty difficult getting home at four thirty in yeah, the morning I can imagine, and then waking up at six thirty to make sure you vocalize a little yeah. bit and warm up for a, you know, we call them catacalls. you know, it's a it's i've been a an equity member for over 35 years mm-hmm. member of uh, actors equity you know the actors union stage actors union and so um, it, you know when we go to the auditions it was pretty structured we'd have an equity monitor there he would check you in and, mm-hmm. you know you you know sometimes you know it was really super organized and and you could count on uh, getting in at a certain time sometimes it was a cattle call and there were another 150 guys just yeah. waiting to, you know, yeah, waiting to sing. The good thing, you know, it was a bad thing and a good thing, uh, but it is what it is, you know. I, um, I had so many auditions and callbacks for Broadway shows, and I remember going into uh, Johnson and Liff at the time was the big premiere, uh, you know, uh, casting agent mm-hmm. in New York, they were they did everything, and and so, um, you know he would call me periodically and he'd say, Oh, his name was Vinny. Vinny Liff would call me and he'd say, Oh, we want to see you. We want to see how, you know, if you're in good voice. And so I'd go in and I, I, I'd sing for him in his office and, um, and he'd say, Oh, you're in great voice. And I said, okay, so are you going to hire me? And he, he said, Chris, you, he says, you're like, Four times the size of the Raul in Phantom. Oh. The Raul is like 5'3. You know, you'd be a giant next to him. And so, you know, I, it's it's okay. I can't change my height. Yeah, you know, yeah, I could drop a few pounds, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, but, um, but, uh, you know. oh, Sandy. But, um, you know, so, but I'll tell you what, I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I wouldn't trade it for the world i have the greatest uh love story i love to tell it not a lot of people um you know i met my beautiful wife do you mind if i tell the story please go ahead Are you sure because i am yes, taking no. over the podcast no, it's a,
1: no we want you to you sure That's, yes it's yes. your episode
2: all right if you guys want to go get a drink outside or something <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just keep talking but um uh so I met my beautiful wife. This is a this is a great story. I'll make it really really quick, like 15 minutes max.
1: <laughs> so
2: I'm traveling with the circus.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, I'm not oh kidding. yes, yeah. yes. Uh,
1: yeah, I forgot that
0: you okay, yes. When you're done with this, we're going to ask for some of those stories. Yeah. You want, I
2: don't know if you want those. Oh, oh, and it makes the bouncer stories seem pretty tame. We want to
1: hear
0: some of them. But, well, but, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more bouncing in the circus than there is. There was quite yeah. a bit of
2: bouncing in the circus, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, So I, uh, I was traveling with the circus. It was a very, uh, you know, you think it's a magical place. And it, it is when you're in the ring, when you're in the performance and when you're you know, when you're there in that environment, yeah. in the performance environment, it's it's magical. And I still love it to this day. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is go to the circus. However, working in the circus, once the curtain's down, it turns into this dark, scary place. Really? <laughs> and forgive me for all you circus freaks out there. <laughs> but uh, so it is, yeah, it's a scary place. So six months, my six-month contract hit i was gonna i was gonna re-up and i just said you know what make a phone call i knew a producer he owned a couple of theaters um one in connecticut one on long island and i i called him and i said you know i said paul i i'm really depressed being here traveling with the circus i said look i will i will 10 bar i'll clean the bathrooms whatever you need you know do you have any work uh, you know, cause I, I got to get out of here. He goes, he goes, you know, as a matter of fact, I, we're going over to, to the far East with South Pacific and I need a sailor. And I said, no oh, way. Wow. I said, what? that's not what
0: you were expecting. That's yeah. not what
2: I was expecting. I was expecting a toilet brush and, uh, and maybe, uh, you know, serving some bad cheap red wine. But, uh, <laughs> so I, um, I said, Paul, I-, I can be there tomorrow. I'm in Prospect Park, Brooklyn. And uh, I don't want to be here another five minutes. So yeah. uh, I, he said, when can you be there? I said, I'll be there tomorrow. He goes, uh, rehearsal starts at noon. Oh. So I walked in to rehearsal the very next day. Oh. I was I had a 10,000-pound weight lifted off my shoulders from not being in that environment anymore. Yeah, And I walked in, and I saw probably the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. And then I saw my wife. I
1: knew
0: you were going no, to no, say, say that. No, I'm kidding. No, that's it. don't knew
1: you were going to
2: say that. I'm kidding. And I saw my beautiful <laughs> wife sitting on the floor there. And um, and I just honestly, and I'm going to tell a little bit more of the story. Yeah, of course. So I I was just like blown away with how, how beautiful she was. And then when I got to talk to her, she was even, she's like the woman that, she's the person when you walk into a room, when she walks into a room, the room is better for it. You know what Mm, I mean? Yeah. And uh, so that's the kind of, that's the kind of girl she is. So, um, the whole run of that show, it was, I think it was eight months. I asked her out every night. Really? And I said, so I think it was even like the first two days of the rehearsals. And I said, Hey, do you want to go out for a drink? And she goes, well, I don't date when I work. And I said, "Wow, this girl's different, man. This is this is weird, but it's nice. I like it." I said, "Next night, hey, why don't we go up to the Chowder House? It was a local restaurant and watering hole, and um, and it was great, and the bar was great. They made a great black and tan. <laughs> know what a black and tan is? You better not. Oh no, okay. I don't. It's a it's a Guinness stout. Oh, okay. And they used uh, Bass Ale." Is another you know so uh, you dark and tan and it's just one of the best beers in the world.
1: I don't know why I thought you were talking about like a suit or a limo or something.
2: <laughs> okay, <but that's, laughs> doesn't that sound like it? Black and tan? black and tan, sure, but uh, no, this is even better. <laughs> <laughs> so um, every night I just asked her every single night. So finally we're about to take a little break from the show. We're going to come back and uh, travel more. But this was the break Mm -hmm. and there was about a month off in between. And so finally the last night I said, I said, Hey, look, I've been asking every night. I said, we're, we're going back. Uh, She lived in Manhattan and I, I was in between apartments. That means I was living with mom. And so uh, in between apartments, remember that when you're in New York, right? Oh, I was in between apartments. It means you were back home with your mom. (laughs) So I, um, I said, Hey, this, I'm going to take my last shot. Can I come into the city tomorrow? I'll take you out for dinner. And, You know, maybe we'll go see a show or something. And she said yes. Wow. So that was pretty cool after that. And uh, I have to tell you, that's 31 years ago. That's awesome. And uh, she's got the patience of Job. See, I'm teaching all these sayings. You (laughs) ever hear that, patience of Job? Okay. You know who Job is? Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, it's the guy in the Bible. Yeah. You better get your Bible out. Asher. Gotta get you, brush you up on your biblical. Now the rest of this characters. podcast
1: will actually be Bible study with Papa Bear. Thank
2: you, Hallelujah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so
1: That's hold on, enough. hold on. Circus stories. Oh, thought I got off the hook with that one. <laughs> oh no. Well, first let me. I just wanted I to know. say this. That is a beautiful story. And it is. It, it reminds me. You've seen Big Fish, right? Oh yeah. That reminds me of Edward Bloom. You literally that was like Edward Bloom when he when he goes to the 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 college. And he asks her out Or the dandelions? Daffodils.
2: Shit, is that where I heard the story? (laughs) (laughs) No, but mine's better because it's real. Yes.
1: Yes, it is. So, But now, you're not off the hook. Circus (laughs) stories. Circus stories. We've got to hear some of these.
2: Oh, man. Well, it is magical in the ring. Yeah. Right? And um, we had Marie Pierre. So Marie Pierre was a tightrope... You know, type rope artist, and yeah. she uh, she also did some uh, what's the swinging things? What are they trapeze, yes, very yeah. light trapeze. We didn't have a trapeze act when I was there, but we had a light, uh, smaller uh, version of it.
0: Oh, okay. the wheel of death! No wheel of act. death! No.
2: Well, the whole the whole circus was I've a wheel of never
1: death. Never been to a circus? Have you
0: ever been to a circus?
1: Really? Are you afraid? No. no, no, I just I just have never been. Like I've, nev- I'd, I've I'll never I'll take had you. To... It sucks now. We were going to be we were so gonna much go better. to the Cirque du Soleil. <clears throat> Uh, when in Las Vegas, when I was there where there with my dad, my brother, and my, my you've family. never
0: seen a Cirque du Soleil show? No, I'm taking you to Ca when Vegas opens. Isn't it?
1: Isn't it not um, open anymore?
0: Yeah, not which, right now. No, show? I
1: know, but I thought it was like permanently gone. Soleil. No, Cirque du Soleil. No, Cirque no. du Soleil is not permanently
2: gone. They did close. Uh, they closed the show at the Win.
1: What show? Nope. Was oh, that? then maybe it was one of the shows that was permanently closed. Yeah, they okay. they,
2: they finally shut that one down. I don't know if it was Ca. I don't know. I no, I forget Ka's which. Not at uh, the win. No.
0: I hope they didn't shut. Oh, oh, oh. beautiful! It's the <laughs> oh. water. Oh, Sandy! <laughs> it's the water show.
2: It's the water show. I think a few of them are water related. The the water the one at the wind was water related, and they they shut that down finally after oh. all those years. But uh to see that one. A lot of people still unemployed. Oh, I yeah. This COVID that. Uh, shit is yeah. really real. Yeah, and really affecting. You know. Not just Broadway, but uh, you know,
0: yeah, all, all types forms of, of our, performers, yeah, just yeah.
2: everybody, all lo- all of our local friends, you know, even the circus, the-
0: oh, yeah. and going back to the circus, you know, oh, back to the hook. <laughs> circus, so you still aren't <laughs> off the hook.
2: All right, well, maybe we won't tell the Marie Pierre story, but uh, you know, I got to work with, um, they were from, she was from France, and and uh, my favorite, my favorite story from the circus was not with all the performers now there were these these two Portuguese brothers who used to lift each other up on their just their hands yeah. and their oh, feet okay, these nice. guys were built like brick you know what houses they were super strong and they didn't speak a lick of English so you know it was really tough to communicate yeah, with I was them I just but
1: gonna say yeah,
2: yeah yeah you learn a little you know you learn a little Portuguese here and there but uh, but not enough to communicate with those guys but uh, great <laughs> just really really cool guys though mm-hmm. um but my favorite was popeye the cook so they had a you know we had a traveling mess hall a kitchen yeah because you know you couldn't go out to eat so this the, the everybody the performers the maintenance guys the ticket takers everybody that traveled with the circus ate out of that uh yeah you know that tent that mess tent and so popeye was an absolute drunk and so oh. you, you knew you know if if He was ornery the next morning, you know, that he had a bender the night before and and the food tasted like crap. The eggs were watery and the biscuits were hard. And it just, it was just a, but I just, I just remember now we can't say it on, uh, on the podcast because it's, um, it's very colorful language. But, uh, you know, I made the mistake of asking for, like Oliver did in the musical, (laughs) Oliver. Yes. Can I have some more, please? (laughs) He threw it at me. Oh my god! And as he threw it at me, he said "F you" and uh, and that wasn't for you only, you know. So, um, you know, that was one of my favorite stories. And I just stood there and laughed. And (laughs) I don't know what else. I don't know how to react, you know.
1: And I'm assuming as you're laughing, he's just getting more. Yeah, he's getting more pissed, and yeah,
2: more pissed. And uh, but gosh, we had um, the stories. I don't because I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the illusion of the circus for anybody because I really think it's such a beautiful art form. I really do. I Mm -hmm. I I can't wait for you to see a cool circus. This was a European style single ring circus. Okay. So if you remember Ringling Brothers or hear Ringling Brothers with all of the like, how many rings did they have? Like three. Oh, three ring, three three ring circus. Right.
0: They had all the elephants, which was sad, but to watch as a child not knowing what was happening backstage and
1: um, <laughs> yeah the
0: trick! Ah! and then they um <laughs> uh they had the horses the lion act oh my god they made you scared because you didn't know if they were messing up so they trained the lions to like attack oh person, really but not Oh, that's really. terrifying but then it's like oh no These we got him real. under control now but that was a part of the act yeah i, I saw it twice. Okay. Once. Yeah, and and oh Roy my that. gosh it's it was just so cool to see.
1: Yeah, I, I can imagine. No, I'm excited to go. Like, once once going to... You COVID's can't see down, that I'm anymore. Gonna, gonna, Brothers well, I, yeah, yeah. Peter, I know about that. But
0: a good thing, but it's sad because it was there for hundreds yeah. and hundreds of years. And then Siegfried and Roy,
1: one of them just passed, didn't they? Yeah.
0: Which one was it? Was it
2: Siegfried or Roy? It was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, weren't they really a pair? I mean, weren't they one?
1: I mean, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think they were, you know. But, yeah, uh, but because... Uh, chef Bob told us that. That's a chef that my, Asher works for. I works for. with. Uh, I works with him. Yeah, yeah. And, and is that Bob, the one we were just talking about? Yeah, yeah the one yeah, yeah. we were oh, just sweet. talking about that that works at my at my dad's shop. <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that. Some technical, technical difficulties.
1: difficulties. <laughs> Whoa. Um, but just so really fast, just I wanted to ask too, is there any like, auditioning for so many Broadway shows, is there any like, Specific experience um, in your auditions that you just hold dear to your heart or you really enjoyed, or the opposite that you really hated and that you don't ever want to have to deal with again?
2: Yes. And uh, it was one time, well, it was probably many times, but any time that I had to do a dance combination. Mm. Now, I can move a little bit. I'm a mover, as that that's what we call them, yeah, you know? Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. Okay, you're in the yeah, same boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so you too? All right, yeah. so we got, do we have three other movers? We got three movers in the room here, <laughs> all right. So, um, you know, so it was, I had never been so stressed and anxious in my performing career. And I've done, you know, so many musicals where I had to dance and move and, you know, learn choreo, but um, that's choreography for those of you who don't, yeah, no. that don't know yep. theater lingo. But... I um,
0: because <laughs> no, it's really difficult. Yeah.
2: But um, it's really difficult <laughs> to figure out yeah. those first letters. But uh, so, you know what? It's just, I was so stressed, and I remember, I think it broke finally. Oh, playing no. Playing around with my new knife, and it... Uh, it broke? It broke. Oh. But... Um, yeah, I, I just, and I, I literally in the middle of the, you know, of the, of the, I think it was, a I don't know if it was an eight count or whatever. And I just, I froze and I couldn't, I couldn't catch yeah. it. I just couldn't catch no, it. Oh yeah.
1: Dance calls are scary. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, especially had, um, for me. Yeah. I had a uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the show that I auditioned for, but I auditioned for a show at the rep and, um, I got cast but, but there was a, uh, but then COVID happened, uh. so we couldn't do it. But, uh, there was a, a dance call and I went in. It was the scariest thing that I've ever, cause it, it was, so we were doing the dance and it's like hard, like it's crazy steps, really fast tempo. And, and I'm just a mover and I'm in a room full of dancers too. So I'm, I'm doing the call and then towards the end of the, 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 the timeframe, he just goes, all right. So then after that, you just do it on the other side. And I was like, um, oh shit! What? <laughs> I just, smart, I just flip it, but also just. Well, like- yeah, he was trying to see if we could retain the choreo and just flip it, and and so I, I mean, I, di- I tried my best. I got cast, so I mean, I must have done yeah, okay. Yeah, some, something, went well. I, 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 did the first part of the dance, and it went fine. Like I, I kind of passed through it, and then Jesus, the the, the opposite side came up, and I. I froze. I, I did the first like three steps. And then I was like, holy shit. How do I reverse this part? It was, it was crazy. And then after I left, uh, uh, Roxanne Carrasco was there, our, our teacher. Mm-hmm. And she, uh, she came up to me and she goes, Dylan, please don't be scared away. That is the hardest dance call I've ever seen. Do not be scared. And I was like, okay. Cause I was You're good. Yeah. I'm glad you said yeah. That. I was like, I'm glad. And she's like, you won't have to do anything like that again. I was like, thank God. Um, and then we went to another, 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 call mm-hmm. um like a two weeks later and it was the dance call was a lot easier oh thank god but um that was wasn't scary he yelling for me. At you
0: guys whoever that was no
1: no he wasn't yelling at us oh. uh he he kept us all afterwards and gave us notes but it was it was nice to have because then in the dance call the next time uh we basically did the, the same dance um so but just like with a couple steps added on mm-hmm. so then we had time to practice that's why it was easier absolutely um but I th- I think what he was looking for was if we applied those notes, and so it was really nice to have those notes. But uh, yeah, that was dance calls are scary for me.
0: Yeah,
1: I I could like West Side Story, got it. Dream Show, ne- I could never be in it, ever. <laughs> like I just can't dance my way through that show. You can no. have a dance
0: double and double and a dance double, nice <laughs> on, on
1: stage. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Cole fixed the knife. Nice, Cole. Look at that, Cole's here. Arizona, oh, Cole me. is here,
2: ladies and gentlemen.
1: Um, so yeah, I'm in the same boat as you with dance calls. Yeah. I I totally yeah. get it. Um, but what about like, w- were there any like amazing experience you had in singing auditions or anything?
2: You know what? Well, I'll, well, I'll yeah, tell you, you another. Sing.
1: Well, yeah, I know, but I'm saying no, like... but
2: but here's a here's a great and this is a great lesson to, you know, for every actor out there. It was a it was eye opener for me. So I went um. It was a off-Broadway show, and um, the director, she had a chair in the middle of the stage. And there were just five, I think there were five of us that were called in for this uh, for this role. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a chair in the middle of the stage, and she called two of us up. I was first with the first, the other guy. And um, I'm on one side of the chair, and uh, he's on the other side, and she goes, she goes, all right, I want you to get him. I want you to get him, get him. And I said, I said, okay. So I run around the chair, right? Yeah. It's just a normal, right? Yeah. I run around the chair like a moron. I run <laughs> around the chair or like a, two adult men playing uh, ring around the chair yeah. or whatever the hell it is. So she goes, okay, thank you. And I said, okay. I said, do you want to see anything else? And I was a little ballsy, perhaps at, at the time, mm. you know, maybe a little bit, um,
1: yeah. But after that weird of an experience, well, so stra- fair it was be. so
2: strange. So I, yeah, I, I waited about 20 minutes and I went up to her and I said, I said, Hey, I, I want to apologize. You know, I, I know, um, you know, someone had recommended me to her and, um, and I didn't want to disappoint that person Yeah, yeah of course. and I didn't want to disappoint her. She was a, you know, she was talented director and, uh, so I said, can you give me any feedback? And usually you don't get a chance to do that yeah. at a big call, but it was a little call. Um and so I, I you know, I said, Look, I, I said I would really appreciate it. This is this is what I want to do, and you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh she goes, she goes, Okay, you wanna know? She said, Your character would have kicked that chair over and done anything to get to that other character. Right? Yeah. And so I left out the part where we had a, we had a synopsis that she gave us beforehand. So we knew a little bit of a breakdown of the characters Yeah, and you know, I was the, I was the supposed to be the brother who was, uh, you know, like the bossy, you know, bossy brother. And yeah. So she saw that, I guess I didn't read the synopsis very well and <laughs> I didn't. So it's just one of those learning experience. Yeah. And she said, she said, look, it's nothing, it's nothing personal. Yeah. She goes, she goes, you just didn't do it. Huh. And I said, I said, okay. I said, I appreciate it. So I, I kind of, I kept that with me all this. You could yeah. tell, you know, I mean, that's years and years ago and I still remember it like it was, uh, you know, like it was years and years ago. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, no, that's an interesting way of doing that. Yeah.
2: And she was, look, she was, she was a hundred percent right. And, um, I couldn't bring myself to go see the show once it was cast. That's one of those things. Have you ever done that with an audition?
1: Uh, uh, I, I have not, but I know people that have. because you I, get every I, role
2: you audition for, you that son That is not of a...
1: true. That is not true. Uh, but I, I do understand why why it would be hard. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just, for me, it, it's one of those stinging things, you know. I, yeah. I don't want to go watch somebody else that I think I could have done a better job. But, yeah. you know, but, you know,
1: who the hell knows? Who knows? But... Um, Actually... I have had one of those experiences,
0: but, but that's, we'll tell that story on. off. The really? Podcast. Yeah. I have a question.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> what was your circus act? I'm assuming singing? No. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. No,
2: I actually, I did a little juggling. I did a little spotting where I was under the, the tightrope.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, so, and we did, and it was more of like an apprentice clown so you were thing. a clown. Well, I so I wanted to be a clown, and that's why I that's why I applied to the ad. Mm-hmm. So there was an ad in backstage, right? You know, backstage is yeah. the, our paper, yeah. right? The Actors Theater uh, paper, and so I I called it. I said, you know, I'd oh, love to come and audition, and okay, great, and but, but you know, the, but, but with this that, so did, they hired me. I was like, wow, they hired me pretty easy, you know. Well, then I found out why they hired me easy <laughs> because <laughs> there was no clowning at all. And yeah. so I, I said, I went to the, there was a guy that was the lead clown, if you will, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, Hey, you know, I, I said, I'm, you know, I'm putting the tent together. I'm putting the seats together. I'm cleaning up, throw up off the, you know, off the floor. I'm cleaning up popcorn, uh, taking tickets. I said, when do I get to clowny? And in his best, most obnoxious French oh, accent, my family has been a, a clowning for Seventy-five years—you cannot just walk in and become a clown. Oh God! You must put your time in, and so that was so that you know that kind of pushed me off my whole dream of being a clown.
0: Yeah. Are you clowns? Are that sophisticated of that art?
2: Oh, it's. uh, Listen, they don't call a clown college for nothing. Oh yeah, huh? You know, but those are, you know, like the Ringling clowns. (laughs) That that clown college is uh, is tremendous. Some great actors have gone through that program. I mean, great that you know. I can't think of any, but uh, but yeah. I remember hearing in the back of my head. Right? Do you remember some
1: something uh, like that? I, Somebody? I don't know. I mean, I've I've heard of people going to clown school that or clown college. Yeah. That um have made it big, but yeah. I, do, I, I don't I don't know any off kind of the top of, I'm of going my
0: head. To clown college now.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll make a pact right now.
2: <laughs> oh, Sarasota, Florida. I don't even know if it's open anymore. Who knows? Who knows? What this? Know. COVID oh, Cole's crap. nodding
1: his head. Yes. Oh, sweet. Oh, Okay.
2: All right. Is your dad? Because I know he retired. Is he going? Clown college? Second career?
1: Third career? <laughs> Who knows? Arizona, baby. That was his actual dream, Dude, to be a clown. To be a clown. Yeah. Oh, well, Cole's
0: going to go to a magic college. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, sure oh, those oh, you, well, not for inside. those of you. Nobody can see. He
1: flipped them off, just so you know.
2: <laughs> inside joke. I'll have to get it after the podcast. Is um,
1: over. But, Papa Bear, one quick thing before we leave. Uh, it's I almost over. You, yeah, yeah, it is. I,
2: my agent said it was an hour and fifteen.
1: <laughs> well, we we wanted to try and cut it down a little bit. Okay, but, good. But uh, so you're going to be in Midsummer with TIP, right? Absolutely, I can't wait. Yeah. So and and Spring Awakening,
0: right?
2: Apparently, Which, look the uh, the agent hasn't. We haven't negotiated with uh, with uh, Jordan. <laughs> okay. yet, but uh, We'll see.
1: Which Asher and I are also in, and I'm super excited to be in a show with you again because the last show we were in together was Outsiders. That was a long time ago.
2: It felt like yeah, it feels yeah. even longer. And Burnt part boys seems like Oh my god. Years Burnt part boys feels
1: like forever ago. Jeez,
2: man. I think I was skinny then, wasn't I? No? Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Not funny. You're skinny now. What do you Yeah, Yo, well about? I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, we're on radio. <laughs> Did this microphone make me look heavy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so so obviously I'm super excited about that. Uh yeah, you were in Burnt Park Boys, you got a long history with two IP now. Um and we just—I just wanted to ask if you have anything to say to any uh, new actors or any anybody, anybody looks looking join to join the circus. Yeah, or anything to say, like to words College. of wisdom from Christopher Lessons?
2: Let me uh, let me leave all of you amazing people with this, and I'll go into my deep radio voice. Oh, Sandy! <laughs> <coughs> no, um, you know it's it's very trite, and everybody says it. Don't give up on your dreams. But I'm going to tell you. If you do it for the right reasons, right, you'll always be happy. And so if you perform like me, singing for me is that, that's my, that's my drug. I, I can't do without it. Mm-hmm. And when you say to yourself, if you can take something out of your life and do without it, it was never that important to you in the first place, yeah. you know? So I think spending enough time around you guys, I think you all know how we feel and how I feel about, yeah. uh, about theater in particular, not really hip on film. Mm-hmm. Like, I could care less, honestly. Yeah. But theater, I can't do without. Yeah. Can't do without it. This past year has killed us, you know? Yeah. Just we're aching, yeah. aren't we?
1: Well, I, Asher and I have talked about how the first time we're back on stage, we aren't going to be able to hold back tears. I know. It's just going to. Yeah. Pour Good out. point,
2: man. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. This Literally. is, we're not joking. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait to see you guys on stage again. Yeah. The film is great. And it's been a great outlet, and we've really enjoyed. I enjoyed watching you guys in, in those, uh, you know, all three of you and in, in the outsiders, mm-hmm. and being in some scenes with you guys. But because uh, they but, finished
0: it before you burned. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but I can't. I really can't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't wait until uh, until we get back on live, uh, you know, live stage, man. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. So yeah, listen, do what you love to do, right? And you never work a day in your life. Whether you're bouncing, working as a doorman in a hotel, <laughs> yeah. right? Working in the circus. Now nah, skip the circus, kids. <laughs> kids, skip the circus, trust me.
0: So those are the wise words from Papa. Bear, skip the circus. Skip the circus. Have you Got seen it. the movie Water for Elephants or read the book? Yes. Is it anything like that? No. Okay.
2: No. Think of um think of waking up really super depressed like you just lost your favorite dog. And then just magnify that like 10 times. Oh. We can cut this out, can't we? We can edit this. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to leave yeah. on that. No, but yeah, yeah it's no, super depressing. Once that's once that thing, that curtain comes down, man, it just turns into a dark, dark place.
1: Yeah. Woo! Well, to end on a happy note.
2: Yes. Yeah, sorry. We're going to edit that, <laughs> folks. Don't worry about that last part.
1: <laughs> he was saying just follow your dreams and you'll always be happy, right?
2: Follow your that's dreams. What take from this. Absolutely. And just look, and I always say this, if I never... Did another show in my life i have my beautiful wife and i have theater to thank for bringing us together yeah and i have my two amazing children mm-hmm. you know my daughter has a love of of dance that she got from from the two of us probably more my wife obviously you know i don't dance very well but uh <laughs> but just she just loves to perform and she's a beautiful dancer and uh and so look at that we're just passing it on you know yeah and that's what you we're supposed to do
0: what If we get Shelby to do a private tap lesson with Chris and film it and put it on Instagram, TYP Instagram. That's a good idea. Or the TikTok. That's a good idea.
1: Listen, I I throw down.
2: (laughs) You have no idea. You ain't seen wings until you've seen the big fella do wings. (laughs) Please. No, I can't.
1: <laughs> y- y'all, y'all need to look forward to it. It'll be on TikTok or Instagram, uh, which reminds us please go check out uh, 2ipsandiego.org. They also have an Instagram and a uh, TikTok. TikTok now and a Twitter. Uh, so please go follow them and support them. Uh, they got The Wolves coming out soon. It's an all star cast of all women. And uh, I'm super excited to see it.
0: And be sure to follow our Instagram at yes. Not Your Typical
1: Talk. And as always, stay, stay classy, classy, San, San Diego.
0: Diego.